Hello, my friends. This is Chad. You're listening to the Cliff Notes feature of the Naked Leadership Podcast. Every Friday, we post a condensed version of this week's episode. Those of you that have little time to listen or want a quick reminder of the principles we discussed, we made this for you. If you're looking to enjoy the full conversation, just navigate back to the previous episode and you can listen to it in its entirety. Otherwise, get ready because there's a lot here in under five minutes. Let's go. My life is not my circumstances or what's happening. It's really my own existence in relationship to those circumstances. Like when people call it things their life, they usually point at things like at data points out there. But it's really how I am in the thing that is the thing. Jealousy is I want what you have. And it can be very healthy. There's a guy named Helmut Schuch. He just wrote a great book called Envy. And that's where I derived this from. He did research in 88 different cultures and found that every culture he studied out of the 88 had the nomenclature for envy. In fact, his claim is that law and order was established to control envy. So envy is is different, distinct from jealousy. Jealousy, I want what you have. Envy, I don't want you to have what you have. This guy, Mishuk, said law and order was put in place because the ultimate expression of envy is murder. Its henchmen are gossip, slander, and tail-bearing. So those are ways to murder somebody's character. But the ultimate expression of envy is murder itself, to take from somebody their life because you can't have it. You don't like that they have it. Sometimes it has caught me off guard in my own life when people don't want to hear about it or don't want to don't don't want to support me in it or are threatened by the transformation that I'm experiencing and, and that want to run away from it or you know not acknowledge it or or whatever. It's also been interesting for me going through transformation, looking at those around me. I mean, I, even specifically in my marriage, I have this weird thing that I get really worried that I'm going to like leave her behind or something, or she's not going to get up to this new way that I want to live. It does something interesting to a relationship when one of the people in the party start to transform a part of their life. Presence is very different than concept. I can talk to you about what it's like to be with somebody who's had a breakthrough, but that's very different than being with somebody in the presence of that. I think we struggle. Is your life the way you want it to be? The experience you're committed to? Constant awareness that there's probably more available to us in the experience than we're actually having. We don't say, no, it's shit, unless, of course, it is. But we don't usually say that because we have these glimpses of moments where we had presence and we connected with love or we connected with other people. We've experienced that presence, not the concept. I want to be able to befriend the parts of myself that I don't prefer, the parts of myself that I judge. And I do know that if I can do that, I've got a lot more room for other people. I know that. I guess that's kind of a foundational psychological notion of like projection, like whatever's going on inside of you, you're going to find it in somebody else. What we don't talk about is the healthy side of that. Like if I can befriend the parts of me that I don't prefer, my own bitchiness or my own whininess or my own victiminess, if I can befriend those parts of myself, I actually have a lot more room for those when they like show up in somebody else. Uh-huh.